Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show is brought to you by People's Golf Carts, Virginia Birth Father Registry, CarMax, Cap Center, Lux Chevrolet, and Joe's Inn Bonaire. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508. Or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Julius Johnson off of the dribble. Right side to Gilliard from about 25 feet. Jacob Gilliard just before the shot clock closes. Another UAB timeout as Richmond's lead extends to 16. Scott, short corner right, guarded by Stansbury, off to Broom in front of the Cincinnati bench. Broom down the lane. KO blocks the shot, comes up with it to Buckingham, two on one. Buck to Gilliard, line drive, three, good by Gilliard. Yeah, good, good kick out by Buck, great block by KO. All right, here we go, half number two, and the Spiders have the ball to start the second 20 minutes. Starting five on the court and a backdoor cut and a slam dunk by DeMonte Buckingham. Just how the coach drew it up coming out of the halftime, Bob. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spider Sports Line on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Welcome, everyone, to the season premiere of the basketball edition of the Spider Sports Line. And welcome back to Joe's Inn Bonaire. This is year number three for us at our cozy location in the Buford Road Shopping Center. Thank you for being with us tonight, whether you're in the restaurant enjoying dinner or whether you're tuned in on radio or on your phone or on your computer. Thank you for being a part of the program as we start year three from Joe's in Bonaire with the basketball edition of the Spider Sports Line. I'm Bob Black with head coach Chris Mooney. Greg Beckwith is joining us tonight and our very special player guest coming up in the middle segments. He is the Atlantic 10 Rookie of the Week this week. He is redshirt freshman Grant Golden, and he'll be with us for the middle two segments of the program this evening, and we hope you'll join us as well tonight and we will be here on monday nights during the course of the college basketball season we'll do the next four monday nights before we get to the christmas and new year's break and then mondays starting back in january so welcome to the program let's get it going let's tip it off and welcome back spider head coach chris mooney for year number three at joe's in bonaire welcome back chris thank you bob happy to be here Good to have your family with us again and all of our friendly, smiling faces who are with us on this Monday night. And as we said, uh, every Monday night between now and the Christmas holiday coming up in late December. All right, let's start, Chris, with just an overall kind of analysis of where you think the program is right now through the first six games. And I don't mean game by game, but just where you've seen progress from when this thing started in early November to where we are now and where you're really pinpointing areas of improvement. Well, you know, I feel like that um, we've really made uh, very good progress here in the, in the first few weeks. And, um, you know, I think Quan's injury uh, on top of how young we are really, really made it very, very difficult uh, for us in the, in the uh, first few games of the season and the early going. Uh, I think our youth has definitely been um, – you know, has shown and, um, you know, in the positives and the negatives. And I think that uh, the, you know, while we've had 
good energy and enthusiasm. We've committed, you know, far more turnovers than we usually have. We haven't defended as consistently or as well as we, as we usually have. And so, uh, I think that you know that that has put us in a in a challenging spot. But I think we've responded well. I feel like we've gotten much better. I feel like that uh, we really competed down in the in the Caymans came back and i think saturday night played uh played a really good georgetown team to to a point where we, you know we feel like we could have won the game and had our opportunities and um didn't you know it didn't take as great adva- advantage of the opportunities we did but you know kept our turnovers low and and uh kind of executed what we wanted to do in terms of dealing with their size and, and length um so you know we, we certainly have a ways to go but this is this is uh the part of college basketball that's um that's not as exciting and fun, but it's also it's a it's a very important part of it is developing guys, getting guys to play better together, getting them individually to be better, um, you know, appealing to their hunger and how much they want to be good, um, and and dealing with the adversity of of um, of not not just winning or not not being successful, and uh, as these guys all kind of are, are new to college basketball, so uh, that's that's kind of the the exciting part for a coach even though the results are tough, you know, is, is making sure we're getting better and better and uh, making sure our motivation is high during the course of the uh, during the course of practices and meetings and, and all those things. So um, that that's exactly what, what what we need to do. You know, this is um, uh, this is a team that can become good and, and, I, and I believe will become good and will progress and uh, consistently get better as we go on. My broadcast partner, Greg Beckwith, is with us tonight here at Joe's in Bonaire. Hello, Beck. Hey, Coach, uh, some of the things you talked about with the young team, how do you maintain them staying positive and, and really staying together? And we've seen progression, as you mentioned, in the Caymans, but more importantly, coming in and starting to gel together and continue to get better. Yeah, that's that's a that's a hard part. The positive part's hard, you know, because um, obviously it's, it's results-driven, and, and uh, when the results aren't as good, it's hard to – it's a little harder to search and find the positive, but I think that uh, number one, our guys being young, I, I think that you know they, they are as surprised as anybody about every part of it, how competitive it is, uh, how difficult it is, how how important it is, um, and so I, I think that you know mainly it, in terms of our relationships with the players, uh, you know one on one, and and our relationship with the players as as a coaching staff to our to our team, I think we have to remain. Not, not just positive because we have to be honest and, and evaluate ourselves and make sure that we know the things that we have to get better at. Uh, but there is a lot of positive. There, there are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of uh, good things happening. And, and, and um, you know, our freshmen, our sophomores, those guys are playing well. Uh, we just we do need to do even better. We need to do even more. We need to be even more consistent. Uh, so I think the message has to still be honest, but it has to be, you know, to try to see to try to see a little bit past this last result or the first you know two games, whatever whatever that might be. You need to see a little bit past that and 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 keep coming and keep playing and keep keep attacking practice with with a really sharp uh, mindset to to be better and to get better and you know to be better tomorrow than you were today and have a better result. Wednesday than we did Saturday and that's you know that's the only way you can do it is just to really keep plugging away at every little thing that you can Chris the turnover thing has been intriguing to me for the spiders and the opponent to speak to that so 21 turnovers 20 turnovers in two of the games in the Cayman Islands and then it drops all the way back down to eight in the Georgetown game how much of that is a byproduct of youth how much of that is a byproduct of the opponent you're playing? And then on the other side of the court, 
They're averaging nine steals per game, and the opponent is turning it yeah. over 15 times per game. Yeah, I think I think they're both, you know, the youth contributes to both of them. I, I, we had talked on the pregame show, Bobby, um, before the Georgetown game, that a, an older team that's turning the ball over, you know, I think we really kind of stress not keeping the ball and not turning it over and, you know, um, just all, all over the guys and punishments of practice. I, I think for our team, we want to make sure we stay aggressive. And so if a guy turns the ball over by being aggressive or by – thinking what he sees in, in, in our offense or trying to throw trying to thread the needle on a pass. That's not that's not ideal, but it's also we don't wanna you know, we don't wanna have him just run through a pattern and just play it safe and be conservative. So I think there that that's uh it's gonna be expected. We're gonna have a higher turnovers with a younger team. But also I wanna out you know, we want the guys to learn how to how to stay aggressive, keep attacking, and try to develop for themselves that sense of when they should try something and when they shouldn't and not go into the possession or the game thinking, I can't make any turnovers in this game. I can't make any turnovers in this play because if you do that, then, then you're just playing too conservatively. You're not, a, you're not being aggressive enough. Well, one of the things, Coach, I was going to ask you about the other night, shooting. You, know, yep. you guys are one of the teams that shoot so much. You practice so much shooting. How do you get a guy who's not shooting the ball right now early on in the season to feel comfortable and confident to continually shoot and they'll get out of that funk? Yeah. Well, that's that's always, a, you know, that's a kind of a part of the individual part too. And, and uh, I, I think we've, you know, I think we've led the uh, league in field goal percentage two years in a row. And um, and certainly last year you could see a dramatic improvement in our team when we when we shot the ball better in conference play. So, and, you know, we, we recruit guys who can shoot. So I, I think more than anything there's a little bit of a mental part you know, and I think part of the uh, positive about the way we play is, you know, you get the same shots over and over and over. So there's a comfort and a confidence in what shots you're going to get, what shots you get you get ready to step up and make. Um, but then there's the, there's the part that's a little bit mental. And, you know, if, if, if it doesn't go your way early, can you overcome that? You know, if you've missed a few, can you are you willing to take the next shot? And uh, that, that's probably the more important thing is, is the – confident the overall confidence at the end of the day will you, will you are you ready to take the next shot because we know you're a good shooter and uh, i'm confident that we'll shoot the ball much better and you know it's frustrating not shooting the ball because you know we we feel like we have especially here recently we feel like we've gotten much we've gotten much better shots we're back into a better flow on offense and those shots you know essentially they have to go in uh and so we just got to stick by our guys and get them as much extra shooting as they can talk to them as much as we can and you know show um you know, uh, give them as much confidence as we possibly can give them in that we're calling plays that get them shots. We're encouraging them to shoot the ball. And, uh, you know, those things tend to – you tend to break out of them, but you don't necessarily know when. You know, you don't know if it's uh, – well, if I practice a lot tonight, I'll, ma- I'll make shots tomorrow. You know what I mean? It it just depends on, on when you do, and then you break it and you feel a little bit more confident. And uh, I'm, co- I'm confident that we will shoot much better. Spider Sports Line from Joe's in Bonaire, 521-8501. If you've got a question for Coach Mooney or for Grant Golden when he comes up here in the middle two segments, 521-8501. You can always email us your questions. We'll get to some of those later in the program. Spider Sports Line at Richmond.edu. Ivan is back with us for another season of the Spider Sports Line. And then after Ivan talks with Coach Mooney, we'll take a break. And then Grant Golden will join us here at the head table. Ivan, hello. Hey, Bob. Hey, coaches. Good talking to you again. You hey. too. Hey, Ivan. Welcome back. Thank you. Same to you. Um, first, I want to say I was really proud of the way you didn't give up against Georgetown because, you know, it could be easy at times to, uh, because of who they are, 
to to you know just to give up, but your team fought to 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 the bitter end. And I don't think that score tells about how proud I am of the team. You know, keep fighting about uh, like it did on uh, this past Saturday night. I appreciate that, Ivan. I, I really thought that um, you know we were uh, we we competed, and I thought that you know down down the stretch of the game it was a six point game, a four. We cut it to two a couple of times, and had our opportunities. We had our chances, and I thought that uh, the way we we defended was a was a big part of it. We were able to force some turnovers, um, and and keep keep ourselves keep ourselves right in the game. I thought Quan's return was obviously was was tremendous, as you might imagine, and. Um, but we did. We, we we fought and we scrapped, and that's obviously a very good and talented team. And um, but we we put ourselves in a position to to be able to win the game late. And um, so I, I you know I, I feel like we've come a long way in the first couple of weeks of the season, but still have a ways to go. Yeah, uh, I was impressed by the way Grant Golden is playing, and and the way you know a lot of the juniors uh, have taken some of the. Um, uh, uh, are starting to take some of the leadership roles on your team. Uh, for sure. Well, you know, number one, Grant has been just terrific. I mean, he's really had um, – I can't imagine too many freshmen have had uh, starts like that to their career, Bob. And uh, he, he's been really, really terrific. And then I think you're right. You know, Quan, Quan's return is, has been has been just, you know, uh, in, incredibly valuable for us. Uh, his experience, his aggressiveness, I thought he really changed the game when he went in uh, – to, in the Georgetown game, and from then on, we, we played much better and more in control and in command when he was in there. Uh, I think Julius has been good, and you know Julius, uh, similar to uh, to what Greg was talking about. You know, a guy who's a shooter and and um, uh, made a big three for us uh, the other night. But I, I, we we feel like he's he's capable of of making more shots and doing more, and I think he will. And uh, but fought and scrapped and had another play where he dove on the floor right in front of the bench. So. Uh, so those guys have those guys have been good, and 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 we feel like um, we feel like that part of it we're 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 really getting better and better and progressing, and and that that'll pay big dividends as we go forward. Are we going to play any more Big East teams down in the future? Because I really think that really uh, bodes well when we can when we can play these Big East teams at home and maybe on the road. Because I really think it gives the players a, a shot at really uh, showing what they're really made of when they when they're playing the uh, Big East. Yeah, well, we're, we you know we're we're always we're always um, looking and 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 talking to to everybody in scheduling, and obviously the Big East makes sense because of geography and and uh, and some of the great programs. And I feel fortunate to have gotten the series with Georgetown, especially that with Georgetown, especially that it started at home, which is. Um, but you know we're gonna we're gonna keep trying, Ivan, and, and uh, hopefully we can line up some some good teams as, as as we go on. Well, good luck, Coach. I hope you come out with a big team victory this week. Thanks so much, Ivan. I appreciate it. And the Georgetown series is a home-and-home, home, yes. so that series will at least continue one more year, right? Yes, exactly. We'll play them in D.C. next year. Yep, and then not Big East anymore, but you got an ACC coming up later as well in Boston College, right? Correct, exactly. So the exactly. schedule is demanding. Very demanding. Whether it's uh, Vermont, which is a demanding team that we'll talk about later, or it's a, a known team like Georgetown or a Boston College. So we'll talk more about that a little bit later in the show and in future shows as well. Let's take a timeout, and Grant Golden will join us, the Atlantic 10 Rookie of the Week, as we mentioned, off to a terrific start in his redshirt freshman season. He's our first player guest, and he's up next when the Spider Sports Line continues from Joe Zinn Bonaire on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, the Spider IMG Sports Network, powered by Ace Electric. 
People's Golf Cars is proud to supply club golf cars to Richmond Spiders Athletics. For over 25 years, Peebles has had the largest selection of gas and electric golf cars and utility vehicles in the Mid-Atlantic. Whether your needs are on campus or across the state, we offer leasing, sales, rentals, and service. Our club car factory trained technicians can service any brand at your location or ours. Visit us in Richmond, Chesapeake, or the Outer Banks or online at PeeblesGolfCars.com. Like us on Facebook for $100 off your next golf car purchase. Peebles Golf Cars, 262-0778. Go Spiders. Lux Chevrolet is celebrating their 100-year anniversary, and they're going to use their century of experience to help you find your next Silverado, Suburban, Impala, Malibu, or Equinox. Lux Chevrolet uses their vast knowledge of GM vehicles to help you maintain and service your vehicle to keep it on the road longer and help maintain its value. So for Chevrolet sales, service, or parts, go where experience reigns supreme. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland and online at LuxChevrolet.com. Proud to be family-owned since 1960. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home, all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory-cut logs. Served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzinedge.com. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Lexus of Richmond presents Holiday Cheer and Gear. This year at Dick's Sporting Goods in Short Palm, December 8th from 9.50 to 7.40 on ESPN 9.50 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney. We're live at Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center and broadcasting live on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Buckingham, another drive to the basket, finds the open man, Sandbury, who misses the three, but Grant Golden with one hand corrals the rebound and puts it back in. Golden with nine. Gilliard's pass to Golden is deflected. Grant gets it back, spins baseline, and a two-hand stuff by Grant Golden. Couldn't think of a better introduction for our player guest today than a couple of his highlights from his Atlantic 10 Rookie of the Week performance last week. Welcome Grant Golden to Joe's Inn Bonaire and the Spider Sports Line. Welcome, Grant. Congratulations on... A terrific week for you individually, the three 20-point games, the career-high 26, the double-double, all of that. Uh, You and I were talking in the Cayman Islands, I think maybe with Greg on one of the post-game shows. You just looked entirely different offensively, maybe more aggressive might be the right word, than from the first two games of the year. What was the transformation there for you? Um, Like I told you in the Caymans, I watched a lot of film with uh, Coach Jenkins. And we both saw that there was definitely a couple plays where he felt like I could have been more aggressive. Um, And then I think once I started being more aggressive on some of those plays, I just gained some confidence after a few shots went down. So uh, I think overall it was just a gain of confidence. 
Talk a little bit about uh, your overall game. Uh, we talked about block shots. You got the double-double, so there were rebounds coming. Um, where else are you looking to help this team? I know it's in all areas, but you're scoring points. But how significant now does the other side of the court mean to you as well? Uh, definitely it means a lot. Um, I think I can definitely uh, keep improving rebounding-wise. I think that would help us a lot. Um, block shots, uh, I've done pretty good so far this mm-hmm. year. But also I think uh, – Getting my assist up a little bit, getting more people involved um, would also be a big thing for us. So, uh, Chris, I, I hate to say this, although I t- it's obviously a compliment. You don't want to do it too much, I don't think. But all the things he just described reminds us of T.J. Klein, of yeah. course, from last year. And I know Grant hasn't shied away from, from talking about that and having watched T.J. last year. Is that is that a legitimate thing to be talking about in terms of Grant Golden, or you try to shy away from that? Well, no, I mean, TJ's his mentor, you know. Okay. And he really is uh, – he, he, he and TJ were, were really, really close. I'm, sh- I'm sure still are close. And um, I, I feel like, um, you know, what, what TJ had, you know, for the, for, especially for the year Grant was around, he was just so ex- extremely confident and that, um, you know, he, he was able to dictate so much of, of what we do on offense at the center position – and he was aggressive and confident and, and knew what he was doing and, you know, really anxious to go do it. And I think that uh, for anybody, whoever came in, we, we, it wasn't going to be quite as confident as TJ, but I think Grant being around him so long and being able to really be there last year and talk to TJ, I think he really gained a much uh, quicker understanding of everything than, than most guys. And um, But, yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, uh, uh, T.J. Klein, he didn't have three 20-point games a freshman at Niagara. <laughs> but, uh, but um, you know, and, and, and uh, he, he's really just – he's hit the ground running. And I, I think that, um, you know, to, to be as successful as he's been already is, is, is tremendous. And um, I think that you can see – he talked about his comfort level. And, you know, for him, he's really, like, attacked trying to be, become a better rebounder and – um, embrace being a good shooter and playing on the perimeter and doing all the things that we need to do. So, uh, you know, we, we couldn't be happier with with Grant. And, uh, you know, I think that his, you know, the, the sky is the limit in terms of his of his potential. One of the things Greg and I pointed out on the radio broadcast of the Cayman Islands, and again, we talked about this on the postgame show, was that it just looks like the spider offense is better and more fluid when the ball goes through Grant Golden. Grant, that doesn't mean you're going to shoot every time, unfortunately. Sorry about that. doesn't mean you're going to get an assist every time, but that it is going to kind of flow through you. How comfortable are you? And if that philosophy is actually accurate coming from Beck and me. Uh, I think I'm pretty comfortable in that position. Um, another thing that me and Coach Jenkins talked about, uh, especially for Buck, um, when the ball would go to me in the post and we had people cutting through the lane, we got a lot of easy looks, lots of easy layups. Um, so I think if that's something we continue to do and something I'm comfortable with, it'll help us out a lot. Um, the second thing that I, I would bring up along those lines, from the standpoint of improving from beginning to now, where do you think you guys are? Coach talked about it at length. I know he's talked to you guys about, I think your phrase has been work in progress. Um, how much have you guys embraced that? How difficult is it to embrace that? Because you guys obviously are used to, to winning and seeing positive results on that scoreboard. Uh, yeah, it's definitely tough because um, I feel like we have made a lot of improvements uh, here at the beginning of the season, but the results haven't shown. Um, but I think it's just important for us to keep getting better every day. 
Um, and like I said in the Cayman, just the attention to detail because um, I feel like it's a lot of little things that get us sometimes or if we're in the right spot or, you know, we make a certain pass or something, it would be it would be a different outcome for us at the end of the game. Chris, is that kind of what you were talking about in our first segment when we were talking about, you know, youthful mistakes on some of these ter- – the, the attention to detail part that in some cases, unfortunately, you can teach it all you want, but it's only going to come with experience. Yeah, you just you, – you need to have that experience and, and – uh, you know, to to say even to a guy, hey, watch watch uh, tape of Sean Dre Jones. This is how you do it. Uh, that's a lot different from being out there and and dealing with the size and speed. And a team changes their defense, or to say, how, this is how T.J. Klein did it. You know, you have to go through it to, to yourself. You know, we're trying to as much as we can speed up the process. You know, for guys individually and and the team as a whole. But you have to go through it, and you have to. You know, understand that when you were in the wrong spot, why that led to a basket for the other team, or when you when you tried that play at the wrong time, that led to a turnover. And you know, you <clears throat> you can't learn that unless unless you do it. And and uh, I, I actually think the guys, like you know, as Grant said, I mean, we we've we've really improved. You know, we we really improved. And so what's frustrating when you're young is you know um you know I'm working that much harder, and I'm still not getting the result that I want to get. And and it just means well, you just have to go back, put your head down, work some more, and and get yourself in, in, in the best position possible to, to, to take advantage of the next opportunity. You know, we congratulated you on being the rookie of the week. We call you a freshman, but you are a redshirt freshman, so you were here last year, and you, you referenced that a lot, Grant. I mean, other than getting yourself healthy, and we're thrilled that you are obviously now healthy, having gone through that, that medical scare and all of that, how did you try to use last year to your advantage, not playing but sitting out and kind of, gleaning everything that was going on in the program so that maybe it is helping you now in in the 2017-18 season uh i definitely tried to take advantage of it um and i think uh like he like coach mooney said um watching tj and what he could do in the offense definitely helped me pick up on some things um and then i think coach Mooney could also attest as a freshman last year i struggled with uh, some of the defensive schemes that we had <laughs> so just being able to sit back and watch them and see how you know tj maneuvered people around on defense i think it helped me a lot uh probably not the first freshman to struggle a little bit on defense nah, coach. Nah, not at all not at all <laughs> <laughs> were there things chris that you once you knew he was healthy and everything was was working out there that you were making sure that he was identifying so that it would help him next year when you didn't have him last year well, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, obviously last year was it was um, it was tricky for for Grant mostly and then for everybody and just trying to make sure that his that his health was good, that his confidence in his health was good. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I, I feel like, again, the way that he took the TJ and, and and TJ to him, I think that was really an important part of it, because, you know, hearing something from a coach or the coaches, it's, it's valuable. But hearing somebody from a player and watching him do it and being able to say, why did you do that? why did you do it that way and uh that that really means means a whole lot more and um i i feel like i think last year he, he really maxim in the midst of a really difficult situation he really maximized it because he's so driven and wants to be so good uh that he you know improved everything that he could improve his understanding of of the game and of what we're doing his body um his um you know his the overall game he really attacked and improved it even though he was facing a really difficult situation. Grant, coach, coach mentioned amongst all those things your body, which obviously has changed since you were a freshman. I think any Spider fan can see that. And here you are not having played all the last year, and the coaches were that impressed with you. 
Um, definitely. That was a. Uh, I think uh, I did have a pretty good summer and a pretty good preseason. Um, but I think uh, I think my teammates helped a lot with that when I first got back, just giving me the confidence of that they believed in me and they knew what I could do. Um, I think that that was a big help and. Definitely, I think the weight, the work that I put in the weight room definitely helped with that when I came back. Can you sense it helps in games like, I know Cincinnati wasn't a great game, the foul trouble and all of that, but they had big guys. Georgetown the other night was a great game. They had big guys. Can you sense that that, that work is helping specifically in games like those? Definitely. Um, I think last year when I did get the limited minutes that I did, it was um, – it was very obvious that when I got pinned under the rim, I was I was stuck. Um, but now I feel a little more comfortable down there guarding people, um, and I've definitely been able to use it to my advantage a little bit. And obviously, I'm sure the coaches can see that too, right? Oh, uh, for sure. You know, I mean, his body is really – and Jay has been such a tremendous asset for us for a long time. And I think with Grant specifically – uh, has really, you know, made what we used to call a total body makeover. And, uh, and and Grant has really made over his body. And, you know, that strength is, is just something that's just so critical uh, these days in basketball. You know, I think the people who sit close can see how physical it is and how how demanding it is physically. And, and then on top of that, it's such a long season. So that strength and having that a little bit more power, a little bit more uh, on your body to take those hits and to deliver those hits is, is really, really critical. And uh, I think Grant is a, is a great example of it. He's been a great guest so far. He'll continue to be a great guest. We'll take a timeout. We're right at the top of the hour. We're halfway through our season premiere of the Spider Sports Line. Back with more with Grant Golden and Coach Mooney coming up from Joe's in Bonaire. It's the Spider Sports Line on ESPN 950, 1027 FM. This is the Spider IMG Sports Network powered by Ace Electric. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being adopted without your knowledge. Or you can explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. For more information, visit VABirthFatherRegistry.com. That's VABirthFatherRegistry.com. 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The Heart of the Nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of nonstop basketball action. There can only be one champion. Don't miss this major college championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. At Richmond International Airport, take the humbug out of the holidays. Arrive and check in at least 90 minutes prior to departure, then go directly to the security checkpoint. If you have a carry-on, pack it light. Keep gifts unwrapped. Leave the fruitcake, cheese wheels, and other big food items at home. Then head straight to your gate and settle in till boarding. Follow these tips and you'll have a lot more to be jolly about this season. Richmond International Airport. Now you're going places. Buzz from Buzz and Ned's here, reminding you that you haven't tried real barbecue until you've tried Buzz and Ned's real barbecue. College football championship weekend starts with the Pac-12 title game, Friday night at 7 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. 
It's Spider Basketball and Dinner at Joe's in Bonaire. 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. You're listening to the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. 45-44 Richmond, 16-30 to go second half. Gilliard inside the arc, Bolton head of the key. Now to Buck, he's going to drive again, flip it up, good again, and he drew the contact and the foul. And now there's the traditional trademark, DeMonte Buckingham smile. Big game for DeMonte Buckingham Saturday against Georgetown as well. He and Grant Golden both 20-plus points in that contest. The Spiders' two leading scorers, Grant at 16 a game, and Buck now up to 14.7 points per contest. The Spiders, uh, two double-figure scores. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line. Uh, Bob Black with Coach Mooney, Grant Golden, our special player guest. Greg Beckwith is with us tonight as well to talk a little Spider basketball. Feel free to join the conversation, 521-8501, or send us an email, Line at richmond.edu. Beck, I'll let you chat a little bit here with Grant, but what have you seen from his play as a former player, former guy who obviously went through the growing plains as a freshman as well that has kind of transformed his game to where it where it wound up with three 20-point games last week? Well, one of the things I, I was telling you, Bob, at the, in the Caymans, it's kind of funny, I was eavesdropping in the hotel. Uh, Cincinnati was in our hotel and heard the scouting report on, on Grant Golden. <laughs> a couple of guys talking about it. And the one thing they were saying was they were really concerned about his aggressiveness, his confidence, and how he looked in that first game against UAB. So, Grant, when you have a, people start looking at you and starting to really focus in on you, how do you adjust your game and get everyone else involved when they start really focusing on you? Um, yeah, well, I think Cincinnati did a pretty good job of that. <laughs> but, um, no, I think uh, just trying to go out there and stick to what what I do, not change things too much. Um, but I think if they do try and focus on me to the point where double teams come in the post, stuff like that, uh, just being able to be confident, step in, make those passes across the court, find open people. Um, and I think, you know, if I'm able to do that, that will open things up. From a player's perspective, and I know you guys – Everyone was shocked in uh, the first two games. What did you guys do as players and talk amongst yourselves and how to continue to get better amongst yourselves without the coaches being around? I know you guys talked a lot and seeing how you can get better. Talk about that and what that, how that entailed leading into the Caymans. Yeah, I think there was a lot of talk amongst ourselves, but then also, um, you know, the coaches sort of set up for us to uh, watch the Jacksonville State game just by ourselves, no coaches in the room. Um, we split up into two groups. And uh, we got a chance to watch the game and sort of criticize each other. And I think, you know, you expect it to come from the coaches. But when, you know, you're talking to each other, it's a whole different perspective when you're out there on the court with them and everything. And I think that helped us a lot. And, uh, you know, it was a big part in us getting that win, that first win in the Caymans. What would you think of that idea, Grant? And how, how did it go? Take us behind those closed doors a little bit. How did you guys handle that? You guys have talked a lot about how good the chemistry is on this team and maybe without that kind of good chemistry that type of exercise doesn't happen how did it go yeah no it was good um i think the chemistry helped a little bit because you know uh we were able to criticize each other and you know people responded well uh nobody got upset or mad about anybody anything that anyone said um so i think it was good 
And uh, like I said, I think it helped us a lot. What did you think of it, Chris? I know it was something you tried. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. And I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll go back to it in just in, in general mm-hmm. um, to have that because it, it uh, you know, I, I think as I've been here a, a while now, I, I think the um, it, it's, it's a little bit different. Guys are, are they're not. They're not as willing to call out one another in general. I'm sure it's not just guys here at Richmond, but they're a little bit slow to call out one another. And um, and so I think anything we can do, actually when we did the, the Navy SEAL training, that was probably their biggest message. It wasn't necessarily that, that it, was, it was physically demanding, but the biggest message was about being able to give and take criticism from your teammate and concentrate on the mission. And um, – so I feel like we've been trying, and that was part of the reason we did th- that exercise after the Jacksonville State game, and just having guys, you know, just to talk to each other. Now, they might not say it as pa- with as much passion correcting the mistake as, as the coaches do, but it's important to say, you know, uh, hey, look, I was in the wrong spot, I messed this up, but you, Greg, you also could have done this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, and to just take that in stride and understand that it's just about trying to get better on defense or on offense the next time down, and uh, and the guys handled it really well. And, um, again, I, I feel like it's all a push to try to get them to do that more with each other uh, and not, you know, you, you, you don't expect guys to come in and just start telling everybody where to go and what on their play, uh, but you, you, don't, you don't want them to depend solely on the coaches to do that. And I think we've had guys over the years, probably Kendall was the best that we've ever had in terms of uh, just, just being able and willing to say, hey, this is what needs to be done right now and, Here's who has to do what, and uh, but I think it's a, it's a more rare quality these days, maybe than when than when when Greg played. Well, coach, you know this too, but as freshmen, how tough it is, and the adjustments that these guys have to go through from high school to college. I mean, little things like the court is bigger. We're not sure. telling someone that it's wider and bigger. Yeah. Ninety-four by fifty is a little wider, especially for a smaller point guard like <laughs> Jacob Kilia yeah. to adjust to, but. Talk about the adjustment that you had to go through. I know you played last year a little bit, and then coming back and having these guys have to adjust to you and you adjust to them and in addition to your uh, opponents. Yeah, I think uh, my freshman year probably the biggest thing was just the physicality and the whole, you know, I, I didn't come in. I came in pretty big, but I wasn't very strong. Um, so I think the physicality was the hardest part for me along with the speed, um, which I'm sure it is for most freshmen. Um, but I would definitely say some of those were the two biggest things for me. And uh, this year, you know, I expected there to be a lot more adjusting than there actually was. Um, but like I said, my, com- my my teammates had a lot of confidence in me, and I think that, that helped me out a lot. And I think uh, it just helped us all mesh uh, better when I came back. How have you adjusted to that? Sorry, Greg. How yeah. have you adjusted to that kind of leadership role as a, as a redshirt freshman? I think you talked about that somewhere a little bit earlier in the season that you've been here a year, but now guys are kind of looking at you as one of the more experienced guys. Yeah. A um, couple people have asked me that question. Um, obviously, uh, nobody's perfect at it, but um, I think uh, just trying to do the best I can and uh, – yeah, I would say just trying You're to do okay the best, like, yeah, yeah. best I possibly yep. can. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. You embraced the being becoming a leader at such a young age and got a young team. You have to adjust to that as well. And that that's a mental thing as well, just mm-hmm. playing for yourself, but playing for the other guys and teaching them as you go along. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, just something that I need to get better at every day. Um, but I think it will come along. 
And young guys normally need a push in the back a little bit on defense more than offense, perhaps. What have you seen, like, from an intensity standpoint on defense that maybe the light bulb starts to go off, not only with the young guys but all you guys, that if we can keep this intensity going, particularly on defense, good things will happen? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, especially in our last couple games, that's been a lot of the talk in the huddles during timeouts and stuff. Um, And we always say it starts on defense. So uh, I think uh, that's something that we should definitely focus on going forward. Um, And that's on us with each other, telling each other that that intensity needs to stay there throughout the game. All right, what's the next step for this crew crew going into Wednesday night against Vermont to to get over that hump now? What are you you looking at as most improvement to get that W on the scoreboard? Uh, I think think we need to, you know, lock in tomorrow on the scouting Mm -hmm. report. Um, and like I said earlier, just uh, attention to details, all the little things. I think if we were able to go out there and do those things, they'll add up in the end. All right. Hey, I'm going to let you go finish. I know you got family here. Your dad is here. We'll let you go finish dinner. But before he goes, Chris, can I change the subject for just a moment? Sure. <laughs> so he sat down up here with an eagle green yeah. cap on his head. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I know who his allegiance is for. Right. And you and I are both eagle fans. Then, of course, Greg sat down up here in his Steeler black <laughs> shirt. But that's really not an eagle green cap, is it, Grant? No. I'm really disappointed. No, it is a uh, Patriots cap salute to service <laughs> month. So, yeah. I'm not disappointed by the salute to service part. I am disappointed by the logo that's in green. Chris, that's blasphemous. He can't do that, can he? I think when you're the Patriots, you do whatever you want. <laughs> maybe not this year. We're 10-1. Yeah, and one. Right. Come on. Right. Now, how did you become a Patriots fan? Uh, my dad lived up north, and uh, his grandfather was from – or his dad was from Charlestown, my grandfather, so – I remember us having that conversation when you were here last year because you're also always, if it's not a Patriots cap, he's normally sporting a uh, Red Sox, Red Sox yeah. cap. Is that right? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. So the, the Boston allegiance goes all the way through. Yep. Yep, for well, sure. Well, when we bring you back next time, no no green Patriots <laughs> cap around. Maybe we'll bring you back Super Bowl week, and yes. maybe it'll be the Eagles against the Patriots or the Steelers. It's all Pennsylvania Super Bowl yeah. this year. <laughs> kind of like the ring to that. We like the ring to Grant Golden, Atlantic 10 Rookie of the Week. Congratulations again, Grant. Thanks for being with us tonight. Go get him Wednesday night. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Grant Golden, our first guest this year on the Spider Sports Line. Let's take a timeout. Emails, other college basketball topics coming up with Coach Mooney after a break. ESPN 950-1027 FM. Cap Center presents Teamwork Tips with Spiders men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. You can't play the same way against every team. You need to adapt to your opponent's style. Do they play zone, full court press, or just shoot threes? A customized game plan gives your team a better chance at victory when the final buzzer sounds. At Cap Center, teamwork is everything. We work with you to develop a customized game plan for buying, selling, or refinancing your home. Learn about our zero closing cost options at capcenter.com slash spiders. Prepaids and escrows not covered. NMLS ID 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing For 25 years, CarMax has been a pioneer in the used car industry. 25 years. You know, if CarMax was a human, that would make them a tech-savvy millennial. Well, we've really embraced the whole millennial mindset because with CarMax.com, you have the freedom to start your vehicle search, hold, or transfer from pretty much wherevs. Is it quick? For show. Easy? Most deaf. Convenient? Totes? Magoats. Yep, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. CarMax. Drive what's possible. 
Joe's in Bonaire is proud to support University of Richmond basketball. Join us every Monday evening at 5.30 for the live broadcast of the Spider Sports Line, the Richmond men's basketball radio show featuring head coach Chris Mooney and player guests. Come early and visit Bonaire Provisions, supplying meat, seafood, game, growlers, and wine. Joe's in Bonaire and Bonaire Provisions are both located in the Bonaire Shopping Center at the corner of Buford Road and Forest Hill Avenue. Visit us on the web at joesinbonaire.com or bonaireprovisions.com. At the University of Richmond, you get a leading liberal arts university in a dynamic capital city where you can be an accountant and an artist, research alongside faculty, and have an internship in your field. Be part of Division I athletics and highly ranked academics. The University of Richmond. We are, you are. It's primetime football again for the Redskins. Thursday night versus the Cowboys. Coverage starts at 5.30 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Joe's Inn Bonaire 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line, live from Joe's Inn, Bonaire. We will be here again next week, of course, and all the way up until uh, Christmas. Christmas is actually on a Monday this year, and obviously so is New Year's, so we'll be off those two weeks and then back on the other side when we get into 2018. Final segment of the Spider Sports Line for tonight. We'll go to a couple of emails in the inbox and then um, some general college basketball conversation that I want to I throw your way today, uh, Chris. So, one email that I did get is from a really good supporter of ours, longtime friend and supporter who's not here tonight. He comes quite often, Tim Ragusa, who says, Coach, I just want the team to know they have our support and to stay positive. A lot of basketball still ahead, and we're very excited about it. Uh, you're not in a position you want to be in right now. It's not a position we're used to being in. To have both internal and external support such as that, how important is that to kind of help this growing pains process? Yeah. Well, it, it means the world. I, I, I really, um, you know, I, I, I really appreciate uh, the support that we had. The crowd the other night was great. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know how much people love uh, Richmond Spider basketball. And um, I think they appreciate how hard we're working. And as you said, it's, it's you know, the, the combination of, of having a really challenging schedule, uh, being so young and Quam being out has really made us start um, really, really challenging. But, uh, I think there is significant improvement, and I think that you know we've seen over the course of time how much how how much teams can improve, and especially young teams. You know, when you're older, you're probably a little bit closer to your ceiling. When you're young, you know you can make rapid improvement in a week or two weeks or a month. And so, uh, I feel like you know the you know the pieces. You know, when we're when we when we're frustrated, and we say, hey, you know, take that guy out. A lot of times, we're putting in a freshman for yeah. a freshman or a freshman for a sophomore, and uh, and so that's not ideal, but it's also it, it's good players and guys who are working hard and, and are developing a, a, a better sense of competitiveness and, um, and preparation. So, so I, I feel like, you know, the, the, the feeling around practice and the locker room and the, and the offices is, is, is positive, is strong, and, and it's something that, you know, there's, there are guys in there on the weekends and there are guys in there on days off and guys in there in the morning. And, and, and 
just trying to do everything we can to, to, to speed up the process as best we can. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm really confident that we'll have really, really good progress as, as we get moving. What do you feel you got out of the Cayman Islands trip in addition to the basketball from that standpoint? And, you know, quite frankly, I know if is a big word, two-letter big word. If you get the Louisiana game, yeah. you're two and one coming out of there, and you're feeling even better. But even having not gotten that game, what do you feel you got out of that trip? Well, I, I thought, uh, you know, number one, I, it was it was a good tournament to be a part of, and uh, it's probably you know one through eight. The teams were really really good, and uh, UAB I think is picked second in the conference USA, and to have to have like a, a win like that with double digit win uh, was was really a. a a big relief but also a, a, a positive step for us and I think the Louisiana game you know we had I think we had four turnovers um, you know when, when the we had taken back the lead they had gone up six or seven we had taken back the lead and we had four turnovers and uh, you know four consecutive possessions like three minutes two minutes to go and um, you know that that's again that those are the those are the growing pains, you know, and, and, you know, you're, 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 you work so hard on getting the guy to see this pass, see this pass, and then he makes it, but at the wrong time or at the different, you know, a split second too late. Um, but I, I thought, I thought we competed. I thought the guys, hand, you know, it was our first trip. So we handled, I think the preparation. Well, uh, we spent a lot of time, you know, meeting, we demand a lot of their attention. I thought they handled all that very well. Um, but, uh, and, and and you're right. If we had if we had you know Louisiana was a really good team. So um, I feel like we put ourselves in position. And similar to the Georgetown game, we put ourselves in position. And you know they when it when it came down to the end, they probably made a couple more plays or shots, and 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 we didn't. And that that's that's part of it. That's part of the growing and the maturing and um, accepting that responsibility that I that I think will 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 get to. I don't know if it'll be you know tomorrow at practice or Wednesday night or Saturday, but but I, I know we'll get to and. That's what, we're, that's what we're working so hard toward. And it seemed like the guys really embraced and really kind of liked the three games in three days that talked to a couple of them, and they were like, hey, it's the beginning of the season. This is what we do. We're, we're still fresh now. This, this should not be a, a problem or a challenge for us other than the preparation that we're used to on the court that you didn't have between one game and another, right? Right, exactly. And, and so, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, – in terms of playing, I, I feel like it's really important for guys if they feel like they haven't played well, or even if they played well, they want to, you know, they want to get back out there and they want to sweat and they want to compete and play. And I think having three games in three days is is taxing and it's tiring. But I I, I do feel like there's a positive part to that and um, having you know getting right back out on the court and and the tournament play. You know, there's games over, it's 20 minutes, you start the next game. Right. And I think there's a little bit. It takes a little bit of the tension out of out of a, a long game day that we usually have. And uh, so I do think that was positive for us. Spiders are home Wednesday night against Vermont, 7 o'clock at the Robin Center. We'll have it for you on radio as well as on TV on Wednesday night. Tickets available at the Robin Center ticket office online as well at richmondspiders.com slash buy tickets, one eight seven seven spider one I want to finish up, Chris, with something that has nothing to do with Richmond Spider basketball and I hope it never does have anything to do with Richmond Spider basketball. I think a lot of college basketball fans were mesmerized this weekend by the Minnesota-Alabama game, I guess Saturday, at Barclays Center. And if you didn't see it or hear about it, Minnesota wound up play, or Alabama wound up playing the last ten and a half minutes with three players on the court. They had had a little bit of a skirmish, a fight. The Alabama guys left the bench, which they're not allowed to do. They all got ejected. 
They had only five guys remaining when play resumed. One of them fouled out, so they're down to four. Another got hurt. They're down to three, and they almost came back yeah. and won this thinking game for crying out loud. <laughs> Ever coached or played in a game like that or seen anything like that? Only like in summer league, back when you were playing the beer leagues, you know, you might have you might have four guys to start the game. Um, but no, not not in a college game. You know, it's it's. I I saw the. Uh, I haven't seen much, but I saw the highlight and uh, the the the. Uh, that wasn't really a fight. It was. It's kind of. A it was. I know. It was a little skirmish, typical, and all of a yeah. sudden there was a line, a parade of like six yeah. players walking to the locker room. Right, and it happened right in front of Alabama's bench, even lower than where the coaches sit. So you know, you always have a designated. The head coach is allowed to go on the court. Right. Uh, but nobody else, and you have a designated who keeps everybody back. Well, that was hard because the play was so close to the baseline. Um, and, and, and you know, those things happen a lot of times at a media, and the, and the players mm-hmm. take advantage of the media to come out on the court and just to create, um, you know, a, more, of a, more of nothing, but right. more of, a, you know, yep. fake pushing and shoving. Right. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, that, that was amazing. And now the kid that Alabama has, uh, Sexton, is, is an incredible player. Um, and so, yeah, just incredible to have to have three players for a whole whole ten minutes. So here's a couple of questions and points. Do you ever do any kind of drills that are three on three, or even might be three on four or five? Yeah. You know, just to kind of simulate press or that kind of thing, where maybe there are only three guys on yeah. the court or not. Well, we we a lot of times we'll do five on seven in terms yeah, of breaking right, the press right. and things like that. Uh, I don't know if that's sorry. No, we do I three know. three on five. That's that's a good. That's a I hope we really don't have to ever prepare. So let me talk a little strategy with you because I heard your good buddy Matt Josephs talking on the air after my show this afternoon and being the the tricky, dirty basketball guy that he is. You know what he said he would have done in that situation? If he had been Minnesota, he would have kept one guy at the other end of the court cherry-picking the entire time and said, I'm still going to beat you four on three, and as soon as I get the rebound, I'm throwing it down court and getting a layup. That's a good. That's a good Dirty idea. Dirty pool for crying out yeah. loud. <laughs> that's a good idea. You know, I, I had You know, I would say this. One thing that a great athlete like Joseph, would, yeah. <laughs> he can chime in it's here. Not, you know? He's producing <laughs> right now. It's not as easy to throw the ball True. ninety feet as you as you would think. So I would say that I don't think you would get quite as many empty layups as as you might. As you might think. So Matt was wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but now here is the one rule that somebody was telling me about yesterday that I think is accurate. If that scenario had happened and you had had a couple guys on your bench who you were planning to redshirt, which you do have in this case, and you had had them in uniform, they would have had to have played in the game, that you would have been forced to have played them. Had you ever heard that oh, before? I did not hear that. I did not hear that. Wow, that, that's interesting. That, is, that I assume that, that you've got two guys who you're planning to redshirt, yeah. so they're not in uniform. Right. I would assume that's because you don't want the temptation of saying, wait a Go minute, ahead, we can right. put them in the game. Let's <laughs> right. just put them in there. We'll worry about it later sure. in the heat of the moment. But apparently, if they're eligible and they're in uniform, they would have had to have played in that game. Wow. I, I didn't uh, know that. I didn't know I that. I didn't either. I didn't know that. I'm glad we don't have ours in uniform then. Right. Right. But it would have burnt. There, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, if that had happened in game 30, can you imagine? Uh, that would be that would be horrible. What would have happened? That would really be horrible, yeah. So how do you think they came back from a double-digit deficit with only three guys on the point? That obviously, they had the best player on the court right. still, right? Yeah, and I, I would like to kind of see how what they did defensively. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously, you can still make a team shoot outside shots, I guess, if, you know, and I, I don't know how good of a shooting team Minnesota is. But, um, yeah, that's – 
That's really amazing. I think they cut the lead to like three points yeah. at one point or something yeah. like that. Wound so, up, what, five? I think it ended yeah, a five-point so. game. And, it's, mean, you know, it might be tempting for Minnesota to hold the ball and pass it around, but um, but there's also an advantage of just going to the basket and trying to score knowing you'll, you shouldn't get beaten transition. It's like a five-on-three power play in right. hockey. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but for ten and a half minutes. That's a long time. the end of the game. All right, let's finish it up. More serious note, X's and O's about Vermont. Uh, Greg and I have warned our fans. Terrific team, won 29 games an NCAA team from a year ago. Yeah, they won 29 last year, played Kentucky to a one-possession yeah, game at the beginning year. of this year. Yeah. Um, a really, really good team. Uh, you know, some older guys, some veteran guys with experience, some some pretty good young players. Uh, and and it, it'll be, you know, for us, it's just so important. Every little thing, you know, is a good offensive possession followed by really digging in on defense and making sure we have an understanding of what's coming and, and what they might do. Uh, they can shoot the ball well, um, but also have guys who can who can score in different ways around the basket or, or drive to the basket. So this is uh, this is another one of, of many really, really challenging games for us. And hopefully we can we can practice well and prepare well tomorrow and, and, and get ourselves a good game on Wednesday. We are looking forward to it, Coach. We'll see more progress Wednesday night at the Robin Center. Thanks. Thanks so much, Bob. And to Grant Golden, our special player guest tonight, for joining us this evening. And to all of you who got out here for our premier edition of the Spider Sports Line, we're back here next Monday night at 5.30, 5.30 to 6.30 here at Joe's Inn Bonaire. Mitchell Bradley, thank you for producing on location. Matt Josephs has had a busy day back in the studio. Thank you, Matt, for Coach Mooney. Bob Black saying so long. See you at the Robin Center Wednesday night, 7 o'clock tip-off against Vermont. Till we greet you then, thanks for being with us this evening. So long from Joe Zinn, Bonaire, for tonight's edition of the Spider Sports Line.